Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza uh yeah so without further ado here is the weekly zeitgeist <laughs> our guest today is a mm. force to be reckoned with not only Goddamn. is this person a motherfucking doctor i will always mm. just i'm just always gonna shout out the doctor part because i don't know that many doctors it's impressive and yeah not only is this like this fantastic person not only are they what a media critic they're out here educating they're also Damn. a fantastic writer on their grind right now in Hollyweird, trying to get Ooh. it done, which, again, I believe this is going to happen. And if you know this person, you know they are going to make it happen. But without further ado, please allow me to welcome to the microphone. <laughs> Dr. John Paul Higgins! Oh, 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 oh. oh, I was also very happy when I saw all the melanated folks on the screen. Mm. Oh, what a, what a day, what a day, yes. what a mighty good day. Yes, also the host, obviously, of Black Fat Femme as well. Yes, our sister show. Yes, yes. yes. How are you? How are you, Dr. John? You know, I'm doing quite well. You know, it's it's been a, I'll say, it's already April, and I'm looking up and I'm going, May, I mean, March was like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even remember anything. And there's 31 in days in March, too. That's like a, it that's literally like a long... zipped by. So I'm like, God, it's already April 7th, but I'm feeling good. You know, we've been we've been doing really good over here in the the, the black fat femme world as well as in Love my that. own life and world. Things have been all right. So everything's good. Beautiful okay. thing. Okay. It's a beautiful and, uh, thing. What's it like? You know, I, I know you, what, what, what kind of, what kind of pitches you got going right now? Can, what kind of pitches? Yeah, you know, yeah. so I, I'm, I said this last time I was on the show and I'm going to say it again. Hire me. Yeah. You know, I am, I, I, there have been some really cool things that have, have been moving. I have something that's actually getting ready to come up that I can announce right now. You know, NDAs mm. is something else when you live in a world Love full of NDAs. NDAs. Yeah. You know, they tell you this great thing happened, but you got to shut your mouth about it. And you're like, no. <laughs> so forever. Forever. sit let on me, it forever. Let me ask you something, Doctor John. Can I yeah. call you, can I call you Doctor John? You sure can. Dope, DJ. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. 
when we have NDAs, because mm-hmm. you know we all familiar with NDAs. Mm-hmm. On average, how many people you break that NDA for? I break oh. the NDA for the people that's in my immediate yeah. circle. Obviously, my husband's going to know about it. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, it's real hard to do anything without my husband being like, what's happening? So, yeah. usually like, now... where you been going for a week? R- right. Like, yeah. what, what are you doing? Who are you doing it with? Right. Oh, okay, you got to break okay. the NDA for your family. Usually, my mama will yeah. know. My yeah, mom will usually yeah. be the second or third person I call outside of my manager. But, you know, when it starts coming down to friends, I have friends who are like, ooh, girl, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm not telling you nothing because right. you can't even keep a secret. So, right. Right. <laughs> no. And, and let's be clear. And let's be clear. This yeah. is hypothetical. You haven't broke any of You haven't even told no. your husband. No. no. You haven't even yeah. told your husband. For this anybody is, who listening, yeah. this is a hypothetical. This we was actually, this was an improv series. comedy scene we just did. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was the one improv. word suggestion that's was improv. NDA. That's all it, we did. It, yeah. That's but all no, did. overall, that, that's been a, that's been a part of the world. And then, you know, I've won some awards for a script recently. I actually oh. placed finalists Beautiful. with okay, Series okay. Fest. You know, I've Beautiful. gotten awards with Crown and, and Scene Play and also the Santa Barbara. There are a few other ones that I'm waiting to come through to see if I won or not. But it's really uh, cool just to see people actually paying attention to the shit I, yeah. you know, that I have to say and I write. So it's really cool. Pardon but, me. I was like, man, I made, a, I, I made a mistake asking them what was going on. I'm like, what the fuck I got going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're hey, you got... hosting this badass show. No, no, you I'm know, good. You I'm hosting shit. My we're, not baby. We're, we're not starting this episode my off too. I go like, man, I'm down on myself, and then the team. No, hey, listen, oh, you know how you know so how beautiful. the melanated folks do when we be like, man, shit, I'm just trying to be like you. Of course, that's that's always trying to be like you, bro. We're all trying to be like each other, and what better three people to try and be like than us right now? Nick, gotta ask you. As the guest on this show, what is something from your search history that's revealing something about who you are, what you're into right now? Oh, gosh. You know what? The first thing that came to mind was that, (laughs) do you know you can't drive uh, from... You know you can't drive. Uh, you know you can't I drive. Love, yeah, no, I've been watching you, buddy. You got to use your turn signal. No, you uh, yeah, got to get a license. It turns out. <laughs> yeah, you have to use your hands, and they're not all Teslas. It has to no. say Tesla on it for you to. Right. Watch his hands free. <laughs> let go and let Elon. Let go and let Elon. That's what I would say. Oh, no. That's funny. It's a, a video of like here's somebody sleeping while driving. Here's the worst part. It was a, a Ford Fiesta. Was, yeah. <laughs> But you can't drive from North America down to Argentina. I just found this out. And I was looking at my search history. So that was a thing I just looked up. There's a uh, there is a region at like the smallest, skinniest part that connects like I think maybe like Colombia to Ecuador, maybe. And there's just no road there. I think there's something called the Interstate of Americas that just kind of stops and it gets too hilly and too jungly. And everything. And I was just like, I never what? I never knew that. I just assumed you could drive everywhere. Yeah, because I know people that have driven like all the way up here from like Central America and things like that. And I can. But you're saying that there there just comes a point where you're like, hey, man, like, what would you do? Like, there's just Get no road bike? travel at that point. Like, I I guess there has to be a ferry situation, I would assume. But it's oh, seems but there's like no road one. anymore. Like, N- no. Because mm. I was watching some video of like some of the migrants, you know, like uh, that come from deep South America. And they say that when they get to that point, there's no road for them to even like walk alongside. They have to carry all their crap across like these rivers and these hills. And it's just like this really dangerous. It's too dangerous for workers to even work there because they get, you know, bitten with mosquitoes and the heat and the, right, it's right. just like dangerous for them. So everyone's just like, I don't know. 
figure it out. Fly down there. Maybe they don't <laughs> want to connect with each other. There's some probably there's some states in our in America that probably would rather if Florida couldn't connect to them. You know, right, like right, exactly. Uh, uh, but no, knock on Orlando. Okay. Yeah, uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I just thought that was interesting. And then I don't know what for some reason the first thing that pops into my head is just like someday someone's going to tell me they drove all the way down to Argentina. I'm going to be able to call them out on it. I don't know why yeah. that's the all my information I get is to call somebody out on it. That's wait, wait, I so wait, do. yeah. What was the like your me- mental path to be like, hold on, I need to get to the bottom of this. Like, I've been trying to figure out what's going on with South America for a while. I don't know. I kind of don't know why we don't help them out more as much as we help like other countries. Well, around the world. I mean, we help ourselves too. We help. Yeah, we helped yeah, ourselves not to like for them, but for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we helped ourselves to like fruit. You know what I mean? Where like Dole came in, We're like, hey, you need help yeah. in that. We'll like we'll fuck up anybody who's talking about sharing the profits of your fucking fruit. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it's even like, it even goes like, I mean, it's that, and it's even like, even, even earlier than that, they just like Europeans came in and just like, just stole all their wealth and, and, and took, tore down their, like, you know, their structures of, you know, these like, Massive civilizations. Yeah. 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 And it's just, they've been kind of like screwed ever since. And uh, I'm just sort of, you know, it just feels like these people down, there's a lot of people down there that need help. They, that's why they're like, you know, taking, that's why they're taking the chance across these like places with no roads that, that, that nobody wants to, civilization doesn't want to go to. And it's right. like, I don't know. I've just been yeah. kind of fascinated that I don't hear this discussed more about uh, well, how it got yeah. to be to that point. It's well, it's, it's the same way why a lot of people don't want kids learning about the civil rights movement and things like that. It's like if they knew what we fucking did, they'd be like, right. this be place mad. is a fucked up nightmare. So better to just some money for sure. deracialize the Rosa Parks story, for God's sake. So the kids <laughs> figure it out, which is their solution, much in the same way, like for all this handwringing about ms-13 it's like why don't you read a fucking article about the u.s interventions in el salvador and you understand right. that we're the reason there's ms-13 and they're like oh yeah. the boomerang yeah. has come back but hey that's for another show check out behind the bastards <laughs> uh where you know robert will be talking about all that kind of stuff it's a great episode i'm on it yeah are you or did you do one about yeah that? yeah Which we one? talked about u.s militarization in central america post-world ah. war ii Great. Yeah. Google yeah. School of the Americas and you'll realize we had a really cool way to train what? people up on being like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, y'all want to learn how to murder people that are like, we should share the money. Stop that <laughs> right in its tracks. Yeah. Have a TV. Yeah. They're like, they're <laughs> fucking socialists, man. This is how we're fighting the Cold War. Just with this shit. <laughs> uh, what's something that you think is overrated? Overrated. Um, I'm going to go with Golden Retrievers. I was just I was just in uh, <laughs> Idlewild. Uh-huh. Idlewild is a place that um I guess because it's like an unincorporated like city or whatever. Anyway, their mayor is a golden retriever. It's one of the those oh, places really? up up in the mountains. The yeah. mountain town of I Idlewild. Think I heard is... about this a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Mayor Max, who is extremely cute. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Has he... nothing to do with his cuteness. He's yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a corrupt politician, and of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's a capitalist. Can be easily pig. bought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Even more than any. It's not so much that they they're corrupt. It's that the price is so low. For like <laughs> for some milk bones, you can yeah. fucking you're changing exactly. police presence on your street. It's a nightmare. <laughs> um, no, I. It's just that like so. But Idlewild is like one of those like mountain towns. There's like you know cabins and fucking you know whatever like like wine stores and maybe not. I don't know. I don't ski, but probably not skiing. Actually, I don't, I don't think, think you could ski up there. 
Yeah. It's just one of those, like, you can go fucking yeah. hang out. The local economy seems to mostly be based on people doing mushrooms, because, like, every other <laughs> shop has, like, mushrooms on the t-shirts that they sell oh like on the doorway it's like yeah like ask me about my friend sill like, yeah, like a lot of mushrooms so right. I, it was really fun but but one of the things they have is that i like i guess 2 p.m presumably every day maybe just every weekend day i don't really know um i don't know i probably during the week he's hard at work you know yeah. grinding yeah. out legislation <laughs> for the good people of idlewild you can go meet you can wait in line and meet mayor mac however Idlewild is one of those towns because it's again like kind of a hippie-ish mountain town. There are dogs fucking everywhere, and Whoa. you know, just like people, people just everyone has their like cute ass dogs. It's wonderful, right? And like the idea, like people waiting in line to see golden retrievers when there are literally like dozens of cute dogs everywhere you look is some shit that is like fucking ridiculous wait so are the dogs just roaming free like you no, know no, no. like you're no, no. in like it's, kingston or something like what, what are we talking about no, oh, no, just, no, people just, have dogs out yeah yeah time. okay it's just it's it's a cutie I took town it literally it's a, i took it literally like wait there's just dogs fucking everywhere no 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 sorry you, but but what i and what i mean is there's just like right plenty to see flavor of cute dog of any size is everywhere and so the the idea that like a golden retriever let's be let's be honest the kind of like you know the cis white you man know what of you're dogs. gonna get when you see one yeah, yeah it's like the boringest wackest dog no offense to mayor max who wow you know i like the, is yeah the deference you've paid to the office of mayor but yes yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i'm just saying my chihuahua is just gonna beat the beat the brakes off mayor max Hell yeah. come november and this is this is my opportunity oh to my announce god can we run your oh my god this, is, this is another can we run an insurgent campaign to get your dog to be the mayor of Idaho? <laughs> you know what i think the key is to get my dog to be the da of Idlewild to take down Mayor Max mm. from the inside. Wow! 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 You know, wow! Wow! Building power, building look, power. I have. I look all the time at my old tool set of lobbyist muckraking and fuckery <laughs> tools and how they're going dull. So I'm like, please give me something. I can bring yeah. this motherfucker Max down with one print ad, one robocall, and if we have budget, a 30 second video spot. It's I think we could. Yeah, and, and this day of of uh, you know digital marketing, I just think there's so many so many viral <laughs> options. I think a groundswell of opportunity. We start, to... Yeah, we exploit AI where they're like, "Wow, Mayor Max is dressed as a fucking Nazi, okay, in his off time, and he's anti mushroom, okay." Yeah, <laughs> we a have lot of German shepherds in Mayor Max's history. What's up with that? What's up, What's with, up that? with that? I don't know. I'm huh, just saying, it's know. interesting. It's an interesting choice. I wouldn't have made that choice. Yeah, personally. Mm. If these dogs could talk. So yeah, fuck old, not fuck older retrievers, but, but overrated. I think we could agree overrated. <laughs> overrated, agreed. Yeah. The golden retriever was like the dog of the 80s and 90s. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Sure. Everyone fucking had, it was like the gold standard. I remember like in class before I had a dog and people were like, and I have a golden retriever. And kids were like, I have a golden retriever. I have a golden retriever. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, That's some yeah. eugenics shit, man. We had any, a any town that has all these like golden retrievers, something's up. <laughs> What's the golden retriever to resident ratio? That's what we need to know. You know? Mm. But well, golden retrievers specifically very small because they're the ruling class. It's like the 1%. Mayor Max is the 1% of wow. God and people. Wow. I saw wow. the cutest thing. I saw a, a very fat, I mean, some kind of mutt, but it looked like chihuahua size with like curly poodle hair, but with like 
no fur on its tail at all, like a little rat <laughs> tail sticking out. It was. It looked like a, it looked like a Wallace and Gromit sheep. Right. <laughs> it was like the cutest right. thing I've ever seen. And he was just rooting around in the snowbank while Mayor Max was getting pet and photo ops. And I was like, this is something's up. Then have you Unfair. seen? Mayor, do you know who Mayor Max's father is? Uh, that Labrador Max. Retriever. Yeah, and he likes to he likes to say, hide Airbus, the fact or... he likes to hide where he comes from, Mayor Max. You know what I mean? His father's brown. What is something you think is underrated, Arden? Thank you so much for asking. Mm-hmm. I feel like being a good party host is underrated. Like there's mm-hmm. an I take throwing a party seriously. Like I know I, this. I'll say you, this before you before you go. I will I will underscore underline cosine. I think anybody who has been to Arden's house for a party will say. Yeah, you don't fuck around when you when you host a party. So I will no. give you that honor right now. I say yes, I agree with wherever you're going. I just want to let the audience know this is not a lie. I throw a kick-ass mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. She does. Yeah. I throw one a year. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I actually had a therapist back in the day who helped me. She was like, look, bitch, nobody, at the end of the day, you got to be a relaxed host. So the second the first guest shows up, you're done. And you got to be a guest at your own party. And just trust that people are adults. And that... So I literally, I also don't believe to me, I don't, I'm not a bartender gal. Mm -hmm. I like an elegant, elevated house party. I put out all the alcohol anybody could want. So whether you're sober and trying to hide that you're sober, you mean you want to make a little like, like, you know, a little Mm -hmm. seltzer water with some bitters or whatever. Or Uh if you're like, I'm going to drink all of the alcohol in Los Angeles, I don't (laughs) care. But I don't give a shit. Build, how, have do, yeah, at it. do you? Yeah. And then you I have some great think, tacos at your party. Always you got to have always great have snacks. Ta- oh, guisados. Excuse it's always me. Guisados, yeah. Oh. Let's, let's not be, let's not fuck around. We, I know I'm like, man, I'm, I'm here for the guisados. Guisados. Then I also have to say, it's got to look gorgeous. And again, it can even just be from Trader Joe's flowers. Most of my flowers are like, make it look beautiful. Hide anything you don't want stolen or broken. You hide it. And then after that, Break or steal whatever you want in my house. I wow. don't care. I didn't know <laughs> that. I don't care. Just, if okay, you, good like, to know. I'll be like, okay, if it's not hidden, it's up I for don't grabs. Care. Literally, you got that, a nice little. You got a nice TV, Artie. You got a nice TV yeah. on Take that. Take it. I literally don't give a shit. Take it. <laughs> I like, like your if art, it, homie. If it's not, if it's not. Locked away with the cats. Take I don't give a shit. Then <laughs> you need a little area. So like we got some shy guys. They can go like I put a little smoker section outside. Yeah. I like I will leave like a cigarette. I don't give a shit. If you want to smoke everything, don't judge them. They're in the smoking section. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I hire a DJ and I clear out my living room and you don't have to dance. There's just different things to find. You gotta, everybody needs an activity, but also let the shy people go hide in the corner if they want. Like leave your guests alone. They're adults. They can do whatever they want and just let them have at it. And like, I always say an end time, even though it's not really an end time, but I say it to make people actually feel like they got to come. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, it ends at 11, even though it really ends at like 2. I say like 7 to 11 so that people will actually show up by like 1030. Right, right, right. That's it. I love these tips. Yeah. Thank you. As someone who had a wedding in the last year, that was the best advice I got because I'm very much like a people pleaser type personality. And they were like, I was like, man, I'm so fucking stressed. And I remember like my cousin-in-law or whatever was like, man, you got to like. You need to be a guest at this shit. Don't be a like you need to stop being a host. That's you need right. to be a guest right now. And that little sentence completely yeah. flipped the switch in my brain. And I was basically out of my wedding suit and in a, you know, shorts and a jersey within 10 minutes. Because it's also like if you're so worried about because I get so anxious if somebody doesn't know someone, like, are they going to be OK? And just yeah, trusting that, worry. like, they're adults. They've all been to parties. There's enough little things that they can keep up moving. And like. 
you know, I try not to have assholes in my life. So, like, anybody they talk to is going to be fun and cool. Absolutely. Yeah. See? You know you're taking care of I love this. Arden Marine's house. Love yeah. the party. There's my underrated thing. I love a party. I, you don't have to do it a lot, but like just leave your guests alone. And also, you know it's going late because she is a motherfucking night owl. Thank Confirmed you. Confirmed yeah. here. All oh, right. by the way, I also leave flowers for all my neighbors in a note, and I warn them in advance. It's going to be loud. That's and smart. like I kind That's of pre... Smart. I sort of... I just am like, I don't leave my number for them to like text me nah, to shut it up, yeah. but I leave them like, a tr- again, just Trader Joe's like roses at six bucks. Yeah. I like how you put, here's I've some done flowers. I've past too. Yeah. Because, yeah, RIP to your sense of tranquility. Uh, but here are the flowers, <laughs> yeah. just so yeah. you know. Please don't yeah. bother me. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about some news right after this. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back. Trump indicted, 34 counts, world excited. Now, we don't know if it's exactly 34 counts. I don't think it's been unsealed, but that's what sources who know have been leaking that number. That is three, four counts right now. And the day has finally come. The one that apparently, like, Trump thought would never come. But, hey, here we are. Um, so this is in connection. Uh, this is in New York. This is in connection with the Dor- the Stormy Daniels hush money case. And it should be noted, this is by far the weakest case <laughs> against Trump right now in terms of, like, the severity of charges and how defensible the charges are. So before you start, you know, popping off and shit like that, just know this isn't done and dusted. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. This won't be the thing that puts Trump in jail, if at all. And I only say that because I'm only looking at the the strength of history behind it, where fucking criminalized presidents just don't fucking criminal, uh, powerful people just do not typically see justice. But there is also something I was hearing from some like legal people were saying that because he has 
uh, lifelong secret service protection from being a former president, that that could complicate like the form of confinement that he would have to go under. So it's like, I don't know if like he's going to have secret service with him, like in the yard, like in the pen or anything like that. Or if it's something like they said more likely to be like house arrest and like the secret service acts as his, you know, jailers or whatever. Anyway, it's like White House arrest. Could it be? I know. I know. I know. So he look, he's doing a, you know, uh, he's right now. He's just he's standing by and standing back. But again, we will see what happens in that very specific way. However, it is good to see that we are seeing an actual fucking indictment because this is a first. But I'll tell you this. What will happen is this dude is going to be arraigned on Tuesday. Assuming that he doesn't, you know, become a fugitive, which it sounds like his lawyer said he's willing to turn himself in. And that's probably the better way to go unless you're trying to you really think this is some Wild West shit. Uh, but I don't go, feel like be, he can run that fast. You know what I mean? No, like, but he'll be the thing. He's like, come and get me. Yeah. And he's like, MAGA, MAGA Smurfs, assemble yeah. and fight the feds. And I'm like, and then when only like 15 people show up, he's like, oh, fuck. But anyway, he is getting arraigned. He is going to have to go in front of a judge like a fucking normie. And then he's going to have his prince taken. He's going to have his little mug shot taken. Uh, just like a loser, normal ass citizen would rather than, you know, orange God boy. So let's talk about the reactions to the indictment, since that's the one thing we can actually look at and talk about. Yes. Wait, can I say before we get into this, what you were talking about, how like he is unlikely to actually like go to prison off of this. Mm -hmm. There's a tweet from 2016, October 1st from at Bronze Hammer that was like that's been being reposted a lot right now. That's like, well, I'd like to see old Donnie Trump wriggle his way out of this jam. Trump wriggles his way out of the jam easily. Ah, well, nevertheless, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it feels like. Yeah. Like it's going to happen. It's like yeah. he's going to find some way. Even like house arrest, it's going to be in like what a mansion, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. And exactly. And we'll see even, you know, his his lawyers right now. And Joe Tacopina is like, oh, these are like they're trying to enforce federal election laws in a New York, you know, in a New York court and blah, blah, blah. And so we'll see what the defense looks like. But I'd imagine that they feel like they have some kind of case. And clearly the jury felt there was enough there to indict him. So we'll go from there. And I think keep in mind, too, for all the talk of like this is overblown or whatever. Michael Cohen, his ass went to jail in connection with all the shit this is about. So they determined that his actions were illegal in that case. And if Trump was the one giving the orders, then how the fuck are you going to act like it? Anyway, I'm sure he'll find a way. (laughs) This is like OJ being caught for the jerseys. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, exactly. We're, we're going to get him on something. <laughs> yeah. It's like when he kidnapped, or like the guy who had his Heisman, didn't he like try and kidnap that guy or something? It was, or was that yeah, the Jersey's he, thing? He, that, he was trying to steal his, mer- like his merch back basically right. in Vegas <laughs> yeah. from this dude's hotel. So. And, you know, to that, to that point, a lot of the people in Trump's camp are saying like, this trial has to be OJ on steroids, I think was the phrase that was used to try and create as much of a spectacle as possible. Oh, yeah. Um, so... First up, Trump was apparently caught the fuck off guard by this. Like he thought it would take weeks for something like this to happen or he didn't even think it might even happen at all because, you know, privileged ass motherfucker. So once uh, that sort of, you know, the shock subsided and someone gave him a few loose Big Macs, he basically hopped on the phone and began his quote unquote defense, which is to basically attack and degrade uh, Alvin Bragg and, you know, just the the rule of law in general, which is something they love to evoke so much. 
So first, I want to play this. This is just a little bit of schadenfreude. This is Fox News the second they announced that uh, Donald Trump was indicted. And just listen closely because you can hear the fucking the gasps that occur. It's just so amazing. Like, huh? Uh, this is Fox News announcing that Donald, this is like the break, they, the moment they break news to tell you that he's been indicted. Here, uh, we have just gotten word <gasps> former President Donald Trump has what? been indicted hmm. by a grand jury in New York. Trump was under investigation by... One more time. Uh, we have just gotten word <gasps> former President Donald Trump has been indicted what? by a grand jury. <gasps> <laughs> that is so funny. Y'all dumb motherfuckers, uh, really? <gasps> oh. Well, I never. No, really? He's been held to account? Okay, so we had that. That's how they started things. Soon after, Jesse Waters said that this indictment was a, quote, disgrace, adding that, quote, no one wanted this. Not even the left wanted this. <laughs> Bitch, who are you talking to on the left? He's like, they're for abolition, which I also support. <laughs> yeah, in this very narrow context for him. But yeah, this is, again, like, th so we started, like, first, I think it's funny to watch the pundits try and figure out what, like, the, the line they were supposed to tow was. Because first, just like, this is unbelievable. And then they started coalescing around sort of this more consistent theme, uh, which we'll get to. But he also was like, he's like, this is actually going to help Trump. And so, like, they're Democrats, the Democrats actually did this because they think it's e like it'll make him easier to beat or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but there's some real mind twisting going on. Greg Gutfeld, who has one of the top shows in late night. Comedian extraordinaire, Greg Yo. Gutfeld, who is still constantly looking for writers in case anyone on this team wants to submit for his show. <laughs> oh, really? It's wow. always popping up on like writing opportunities. And I'm like, Ooh, I could get such a bag. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? His writer's room is fucking up because there were six hours in between when the indictment was announced and when he went to air and he didn't have anything on it. They just went like their main story was whatever the fuck they had already pre-written was pro sports teams having like pr like pride nights and the like at the venues. Like, they're like Jurassic Park. They're like, if we don't look it in the eyes, oh it's God. not happening. You know, <laughs> I think they, I don't know if they're yeah, or they're just like, they're just not nimble writers. Like, what do we do? What do we say? It's bad, right? But Gutfeld just kind of went on. The only thing he said is like, this is actually really good for Trump, you know, because it, like it basically guarantees his nomination and his mugshot is going to probably be his campaign poster. Oh, that's true. You yeah, know, well, I could see that happening. Sadly. Oh, God. Yeah. But I'm saying at this point, I guess, I mean, you have to actually you're going to have to steal the election, you know, pretty hardcore if your whole thing is like we're only going to appeal to people who think that certain people are above the law in the context mm -hmm. of like your political allegiances but i'm sure it'll circle back to something because the economy's tight and he'll find some kind of fake populist message to act like he's like this actually makes me the most like man of the people candidate fucking ever i actually <laughs> yeah. heard his new campaign manager is the hamburglar so he's leaning hard into the criminal <laughs> aspect of it <laughs> And the fucking and the two dudes from the Cookie Crisp. <laughs> oh my god! Was it Cookie Crisp? Uh, also like burglar ass. I think on so. It? I'm I trying to remember. <laughs> okay, hold on. Because what was the one that had like two like English cops or whatever? I'm completely fucking misremembering all this. Anyway, Zyking, right in. What what cereal am I trying to remember? When it was like those two like Bobbies that were the the logo. Um, <sighs> Tucker Carlson. Meanwhile, he said this could be the start of the purge. 
He's like, the rule of law appears to be suspended tonight, not just for Trump, but for anyone who would consider voting for him. This is what it seems to be. It is a political purge. That sounds like if Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro had a baby. That's like what you just sounded like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was that just, was a yeah. really good one. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, Ben is like, well, this is this is absolutely this is absolutely ridiculous. If you if you actually look oh at the facts, God, I mean, this this, so this, this, this should never be happening. And, and in a country that we're that we're, we're supposedly the leaders in democracy, we're not going to really be setting an example for the other uh, nations like Russia and China that are basically going to make a mockery of everything that's happening here. You had to go out of body I'm for that. I'm scared, and yeah. my pussy is dry. I'm sorry. Yeah, look, look no uh, wap here. Yeah, no wap. <laughs> it's dap. Yeah, I turned it. Yeah. I turned dap. the wap to dap on that. Uh, but dap it up one time. Uh, from that Ben Shapiro impression. <laughs> and then, so do you know who fucking Tucker Carlson had on as his guest for this monumental occasion to talk about it? Uh, fucking Adam Carolla. Bro. I can't. <laughs> I cannot. What's he up the, to these days? I've done shows know. with him. It, oh, it makes have. sense. Oh. Yeah. He, he, uh, like, yeah. He still performs at some clubs that I perform at. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's when I saw a set, I was like, "Yeah, this makes sense." The yeah. man show, show went two ways. The man show, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. God. It made a Kimmel and it made a Corolla. Yeah, I just love how that literally caused like a split, and Kimmel yeah. went left, he goes right, and here we are. But Adam Corolla, he was saying again, he's like, "This is all political theater, you know, just to bait more Trump supporters into protesting so they can be arrested." So he's <laughs> claiming a honeypot operation to get more people caught up. I thought it was for... Antifa, though. So he's saying that. They will commit violence. I mean, that, that's like they're going to be violent. So you're going to get you're just trying to trigger right. them. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. You know, they're going to be violent. I mean, then that's all they're trying to do. It's political theater for people to just and I'm, and, and that is a, obviously a huge concern. Uh, and we'll we'll talk about that a little more. But he also claimed that there is like a religious angle to Trump's arrest because the left is a religion and Trump is Satan. So you got to get it was very like. I think even the audience had trouble following. It was very, okay, very odd. We didn't all leave our churches and temples as teenagers and argue with our families over Thanksgiving for us to be called a religion. Fuck you. <laughs> okay? yeah, right. We're a bunch of heathens and we stand we by that. We nothing. <laughs> we, yeah. we don't even say bless you when you sneeze, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. When I hear when I hear someone sneeze, I say, what the fuck? Or, I say, like, you better not, I say yeah. thank science. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, do you ever, do you ever use that trick to look in the sun to sneeze? No. Does that trigger a sneeze for you? That I don't do that. If, if I'm on the edge, myself. Oh, if I'm on the edge of a sneeze, <laughs> I could look straight up at the sun, and it fucking brings it right on out. That works. Um, I do yeah, that to real. pray to our Lord and Savior uh, Donald Trump. So because <laughs> he also looks at the sun. Our Lord and Savior Apollo from the Apollo <laughs> Capital Investment Group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, and so I also want to touch Sean Hannity. Uh, he was also, oh, I should say this. At the end of Tucker Carlson's show, he said some wild shit. He made this offhanded comment, like, under his breath, but clearly audible, where he yeah. was like, yeah, might not be the best time to give up your AR-15. And mm. can I just say about that, too? Like, I mean, yeah. he's been recently, there's been a lot of Tucker Carlson stuff where he's been talking about trans people with AR-15s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I, and then in relation, yeah, to the Nashville shooting and all of that. Right. They're now like proposing no guns for trans, for trans people, people specifically. Yeah. yeah that's, so you're admitting so, they're people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ah, ah, gotcha how there. about that? Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's all just fucking cruelty for cruelty's sake. Because again, I think the I, like when, to get to like the attacks on the LGBTQ community is because 
the Republicans cannot fucking do battle with anyone at their level. They get smashed out. So the only people they can go, they have to push the weak around because that's the only people they can. And I say weak more in the sense of like marginalized or the lack of support from mainstream culture, that that's sort of the way that they're eking out their victories because they're taking L's in every other arena. They're like, yeah, but guess what? We just restricted the ability for these people to be happy. So that's cool, right, base? Yeah. I, I well, just like, I don't think that they have an end game because it's also short term. Like they don't care about the environment. They don't care about like people dying. They don't care about human rights because they all just want like within their lifetime for their careers to be extended and for them to be wealthy. And I'm also like, I feel like if they had just become an influencer, like it would be easier. You know what I mean? Like there are other less stressful ways to yeah. get the bag, dude. Like just yeah. start an OnlyFans. Like you're like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're already showing your ass on TV. So do you know something I mean? with ethics, you know? A like Christo fascist OnlyFans is one wow. that I'm scared of. No, that's <laughs> those TikTok Isn't women who like are that? like doing the housewives bit where they're like the trad wife thing. Oh, yeah. That's like people are like, oh, that's like a fetish, you know? And I'm like, right. like, fuck yeah, like get your bag, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> get your bag and then just keep your bag there. And yeah, please don't give your, your money bag. to any political movements. Don't use it to buy guns, you know? Yeah. His uh, Trump's little infant son, Donnie Jr., decided to <laughs> use some Colombian inspiration fuel to go on his like live stream. And then he just like rattled off a bunch of dictators to make some because like, you know, Pol Pot, um, fucking Duterte, Hitler, Stalin. You're like, what, dude? Uh, and, and he's he like, just, and Trump. <laughs> and Trump. Uh, this would make them roll over in their graves because they wouldn't believe how authoritarian this place has come. But meanwhile, pretty much all of the Republicans have fallen into line to come to the defense of their orange stepfather and using their favorite tools to do so. My buddy, anti-black racism and his cousin, anti-Semitism, because they are all doing some combination. You're hearing this on Fox nonstop right now. I was up all night with the bait with the Geist child. He was a little fussy. I think he was excited the to hear Geist about child. the Trump shit. So we were just watching the news and I would look, I'm watching Fox little News like 30. Yeah, a little Zaydi. <laughs> Jesus Geist, okay, of Nazar of Nazar trends. Um, but they're all doing some combination of dehumanizing language for DA Alvin Bragg, which is like he's a thug or he's an animal or some shit like that. And then evoking the anti-Semitism part by insist he's a George Soros funded thug man uh, to complete. Basically, I mean, this to, I guess do their dog. And it's not even a whistle at this point. It's dog full voice screaming at this point. But yeah, they're just trying to, you know, pit. They're saying the black guy and the Jewish guy hate Trump. You see, guys, that's who the enemy is. Hannity, yeah, because he's anti-black and anti-Semitic. That's why they would hate Trump. Although, hey, I love my blacks, including the yeah. two tokens oh I pay to stand behind me at every rally. Thanks so oh much. Uh, I will be paying your hair relaxer bills uh, you invoiced for. <laughs> And here in Georgia, you know, we've got the one uh, that Fannie Wallace is working yeah. on right now. And she's a black woman. I just I'm like just thinking about when he gets indicted here. Yeah, a black shits. woman where that's yeah. going to happen like already because we already know how his his, you know, his rage for uh, women of color. Yeah. But anyway, Hannity did the smart thing and he had two black guys on his show to go after oh Alvin God. Brad. And so I just want to play this moment where. He's I don't know who the fuck these these people are, but this one old dude 
just goes he's like he gets the crowd going and then they 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 pan to a crowd shot i just want you to watch this whole clip because like there's an audience cheering but i want you to really pay attention to like the audience too it's a very weird moment I got news for you. Every ounce, every second of time I have, I'll donate. And I'll get news for you, Alvin Bragg. After we defeat this lawsuit, we're going to file a civil rights lawsuit against you for malicious prosecution. What the God. So uncomfortable. Who is this man? Who is this? Oh, you my God. This? This the the enthusiasm. It's such a weird like. There are people. This is screaming. like a Chappelle show. Con- like, <laughs> that's yeah, like what Chappelle's scre- audience looks like. A bunch of like overexcited <laughs> white dudes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then and J.K. Rowling to the side too. But yeah. yeah, so again, this is just we're seeing them all kind of unify around this message. Alvin Bragg has gone too far because he's prosecuting people that are committing crimes. Even Ron DeSantis's ass couldn't resist getting self-tanner all over his mouth and said that he would not even extradite if the feds wanted him to, um, which really isn't a thing, but it sounds provocative. Uh, and like so many Republicans right now who are tr- trying to run for president are looking at a moment where, you know, you could fucking maybe turn your back, but they have opted out. And, you know, I think it's as if they believe that powerful white guys should be above the law, which is like maybe unifying them. And I mean, their their genuine shock seems to really indicate as much because they say things like, oh, really? For a for like a, a for a federal elections thing, that's obscene. Like you're saying that you shouldn't that you can break the law in that instance. It's a very, very we're in a very sticky situation. And all of this is not great for people that hope to see like less violent fuckery around Trump's lies, because right now, like Manhattan is being like fortified as they prepare for Trump to turn him, uh, turn himself in. And, you know, they're already having to like assess like the dozens of threats that are starting to come in, especially against the D.A. So it's clear he's trying to do like a January 6th style ramp up of Mm -hmm. misinformation to try and inspire some kind of violent confrontation. But we're yet to see exactly what kind of appetite there is for this. Like, I know Marjorie Taylor Greene is trying to start to kick things off. She's like, I'm going down. I'm going to New York to pro- to protest. You believe me? I'll be there Tuesday. But mm-hmm. I don't know if that's enough time for all the dark money groups to, you know, coordinate air travel and buses for their acolytes to be violent. You gave us so much information and it was also valuable and such a great perspective. And what I have to add is that Alvin Bragg is such a Gotham DA ass name and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) They're shutting down to the island of Manhattan as Alvin Bragg (laughs) goes after the city's biggest joker. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the countries, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. People have said that this is another thing, too. You go to like MSNBC. I I was watching all the news channels last night. And it was wild how they're all around the clock with it. And some people look so fucking tired because it was like 3.30 or 4 in the morning. And like pundits were like, yeah, so we're going to keep saying the same five things over and over for hours. But one thing that a few people said, like, this is a somber day. You know, <laughs> this is the first time a former president has been indicted for, uh, for crimes. And and I'm like, but every fucking president is a crook. And at, and at best, a basic ass level war crime, like war crimer. So I bet those people were sad when the queen died. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, right. no, of course they were. It's a somber day for us who believe that ascending to certain offices of power make you superhuman. And therefore you can commit like untold transgressions against untold amounts of people. 
you just know that George Bush is just like having such a field day with getting away with his war crimes. <laughs> he's yeah. like, oh he should have. He's like, that dude should have painted after he left his office. His finger paintings. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he's like, hey, you know, I'm just. He's probably just. He's probably he's like, in a field right now, like painting. He's like finger painting Abu Ghraib. He's like, I got away with it too. You know, yeah. <laughs> just like horrors. I know. Yeah, when he he signs all of his like paintings with a palm print on the back because he can't write. Oh like my god! Words. Like a little yeah. doggy. Yeah, <laughs> like a, your preschool See, project. You're, you're humanizing him now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to feel bad. Fuck infantilizing him. <laughs> yeah, infantilizing yeah. him. Oh, oh, yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, the war criminal. Are you trying to start a little war? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what happened to your me- weapons of mass destruction? <laughs> you can't find oh your god. weapons. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. God, and what a dark world because <laughs> honestly, it's like so all we can do is laugh at the hopelessness over the like millions of lives that were completely upended by that fucking war. Yeah. But you know, if they're if you're like a normal everyday person, this was sort of upsetting, right? Like you will get thrown in jail and even killed by law enforcement for less. And it's about again for me, I'm like it's about fucking time. There's mm-hmm. some at least demonstration that there can be accountability, although I don't know what level it will get to. So I will save my celebrations when shit actually gets real. Uh, and we are hearing like guilty verdicts and things like that and see where that goes. But it's again, I'm like, it's with bated breath. I will I will say, though, it is heartening. It's nice to at least see that go- shit going to this point. Yeah, it's like but seeing a cop actually getting indicted or like, you know, tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like all the time you're like, you know, exactly. Like it's like seeing shit on video and you're yeah. like, that is a fucking crime. I don't even I don't. That's a crime. And now we're at least, again, maybe seeing it uh, happen here. But the thing is, he's already he's already got two trials happening this year. He's about to, he has two civil trials he's facing. One is a two hundred fifty million dollar fraud case in New York the civil trial. And then E. Jean Carroll's defamation case around her alleged uh, the rape uh, that she's accusing him of. So the first one, I think the two hundred fifty million dollar fraud case starts in October. And then the defamation case is in April. So, that man is doing more hours than I am this year. That's crazy. He is booked <laughs> and busy. Okay. <laughs> I need his agent. <laughs> yeah. You need his terrible lawyers and yeah. uh, aggressive, like, I'm, avoiding Next year you see style. me doing the Giuliani tour. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Please don't have fake hair, though, that you sweat out, like, oh in the press conference. What if I don't wiped it off part. right now and you were like, Just, what the fuck? No. <laughs> he was doing um, drag when he did that. That was drag. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that was. I love that so much. Oh my yeah. god, that's so funny. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was good Southern drag too. You know? <laughs> like this, even thing about like you know when you talk about accountability for presidents, right? Like we let Nixon off the hook, and that that definitely emboldened Reagan to go Iran Contra the fuck up, and he was like, man, what the fuck are they gonna do? You know, and now I think we're just we're seeing that momentum carry on to its logical endpoint or not endpoint, but where we are today in the form of Trump, who's only seen these other examples of like, yeah, you can get away with shit. Like if you get to this point, yeah, you can you can fuck around like whatever. So, like I said, it's the weakest case against him when you look uh, what is being investigated, like you said, Carmen in Georgia and what the DOJ is doing with their special counsel. So we'll see. Yeah, what happens and how long it takes for legal jeopardy, his legal jeopardy to ramp up exponentially. But That's for a good now, one. We, got, yeah. we got that on tape. That's on tape, too. <laughs> but can you imagine 
Legal Jeopardy sounds like with? the most tedious Jeopardy. You know what I mean? Oh, like, <laughs> so monotone. Like, I don't know the laws. <laughs> yeah. What is the jurisprudence in regards to bail? I'm just re- I'm just regurgitating. That's the... your answer. <laughs> no, that was like that was this prompt a, like a judge in India gave to chat GPT to, to figure out if someone deserved bail. Oh, um, really? Yeah, that what was like chat GPT say like it uh, just, arrest well, it, all my overlords or what? No, it, yeah, right. <laughs> no, it was it just basically it was like looking up Wikipedia. It just uh, sort of like recited yeah. the law back I to knew, this judge. I knew the entire legal system was based on Wikipedia. I knew right. it. We yeah. all had a, a hunch. You don't need yes. a lawyer. You just need chat GPT. <laughs> right. Oh, can you imagine? Because chat GPT fucking passed the bar like in the top 10%, right? So I think I think it would do a better job than Gwyneth or that other dude's lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. at least it wouldn't the, fucking simp over Gwyneth the entire someone, trial. <laughs> I think someone as a, it's probably going to start off as a goof where someone represents themselves at yeah. trial with the help of chat GPT. Oh my and God. And then... Oh fuck! Yeah. Wow. Um, Why do we have to? All right. That's, right, that's, that's already Chat wild. GPT JD to you. Okay. Yeah. Chat GPT. You know the funny Esquire. thing is, we could ask Chat GPT to write us the the script for that movie of somebody yeah. using Chat GPT. Oh, to- actually, Chat GPT wrote this episode. I don't know if you know that, Carmen. Like yeah. everything that's coming out of your voice is yeah. Chat GPT. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm Chat GPT. <laughs> we all are. In a way, we all are Chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be some fucking dumb TED talk when we're at the precipice of like cultural apocalypse. When they're like, <laughs> in a way, we are all Chat GPT, and we should embrace the fucking darkness. Chat GPT was more about the AI you made along the way. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll wrap this wonderful episode out by talking about the whitest trial of the century right after this. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Eh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And it's... Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
And we're back. And yeah, Ron DeSantis, I think, is worth talking about, too, because he hasn't quite reached the heights of stardom that he did right after the midterms in November, Mm. when his poll numbers were sky high and a lot of movers and shakers in the GOP started making googly eyes and being like, I don't know, this might be the guy. This might be the time now. Just throttle off, you know, Trump and get on to DeSantis because he knows how to do this stuff well. and And he's smarter and he is all those things. The one thing, though, that he just does not have, despite his like, you know, quote unquote, keen legal eye to be as cruel as possible, is that he has no fucking charisma. And there's right. nothing interesting about him except that he wears cowboy boots in like the weirdest times. And I'm thinking just because <laughs> he likes to get a couple inches off them heels. And that's why he does it. But that's like he really lacks any kind of magnetism outside of his ability to be really cruel through his legislation in the state of Florida. Mm. And ever since then, ever since that like midterm moment, it's been a slow slide back down the charts. You know, it came out with a strong single, but the album people just didn't aren't buying. And he's had moment after moment where Trump would send some, you know, shade his way, like trying to smear him and he would just back down or fucking hide from the media. So he didn't have to talk about taking an L so publicly. And so when you see that, you're like, oh, he has no appetite to actually, you know, do battle uh, with Trump in any way that you'd need to eventually if you're really trying to go for this nomination on the Republican side. But I think we're really beginning to see the limits of this man. Like, you know, if he were a Pokemon card and you flipped him over and you look at the stats, he would have negative 120 charisma points. <laughs> his his weakness would be standing up for himself and his... <laughs> And his special attack would be eats pudding with three fingers. Um, (laughs) If you heard the, there was an anecdote about how he eats pudding with his bare hands. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's not me just making up. That's that's me taking from the (laughs) rip from the headlines, folks. That joke. I really enjoy eating with my hands, but pudding. What? What? No, no, you you, like tear meat with your bare hands or like get bread dipping stuff. Like there's something very tactile about eating with your hands, but not pudding, sir. Gross. You know, I think DeSantis' real problem is the fact that he can't straddle the line appropriately to reach both Trump and connect to his past, right? So he went to Yale. You know, whether he earned it or did anything good while he was there is up in the air. But he went to Yale, which means you're an elitist. You're getting rid of all of these books, but you kind of have all of this past history with like... But I've read all of them and love them. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I don't think he can do like you. You have to go full dumb slash Like hostile towards academia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be so... In your corner, like the the reason Trump got to be so successful is because he was like, I will literally not hear any argument that isn't my own thought. Right. I'm not going to come to the table or debate you. There's no backing down. So either you have to be Trump, essentially, and, and meet him with all of that energy or you're totally screwed. And you're and, and because you're pandering to an already very specific alienated audience, there's nowhere to go from there. Like sensible Republicans, wherever they are, if they still exist, are not looking at DeSantis as an option, right? That's not far enough away from Trump for them. And Trump is still out here working. So they're not, his followers are not looking to replace him. So I don't know what hole DeSantis is trying to fill with this craziness other than, you know, failing to try to, like, take down Disney and making sure kids can't read, I guess. And eating pudding with his three, three fingers. Three fingers. That is a disgusting creep. image. You know what it's from? It? So it's like 
this apparently happened four years ago. It was on a private plane oh, no. from Tallahassee no, no. to DC in twenty on a private plane where they provide you with silverware. I'm sure, sir. It's all the as it goes is he enjoyed a chocolate pudding dessert by eating it with three of his fingers, according to two sources familiar with the incident. Again, I don't know if it's true, but I love if this is fake. I love this kind of shit. Like be like, yo. This guy eats pudding with three fingers. like In front of people who he knows are writing about him. There's a <laughs> lot of questions to be asked here because it's not like privately with your buddies where you're like, listen, I know it's gross, but this maybe, is how I like it. And but I'm maybe that's his it. like, maybe that's his tack to populism like Trump did. He's like, yeah, I mean, who doesn't eat, you know, pudding with their three fingers? You know, I'm, I'm a regular <laughs> right. American. People are like, yeah, fuck spoons, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he found something. Thing? Oh my god! It resonates with the toddler demographic, one hundred percent. I also love just the idea that 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 what's what is happening on private planes where where he him and Amy Klobuchar she's eating salad with a comb, he's eating uh, <laughs> pudding with three fingers. They're both looking at De Blasio going eating pizza with a fork, going what's what's this maniac doing over here? That guy's right, a real right. weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're, and you're right, though. It, it's like an impossible situation. The, so, you know, Trump comes along and he's the new hit movie and all the other studios try to make the same movie again. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? and, but they don't understand is that you can't you can't be Trump to Trump. That's like a contradiction of the whole thing. You 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 can't like because if you're Trump to Trump, you alienate the Trump base and you need those people okay right. or you don't be trump to trump and then you're not being trump at all because trump doesn't take exceptions to trump so mm -hmm. really the the only real viable options i think for a republican right now is to sort of like kiss the ring of trump sort of like support him until he just fades away and then when he doesn't want to run anymore get his blessing and then run and that's one way to be successful because if you blast him if you do this like you, you know this wavy thing then you you're either you're losing his base which you need to like win you know uh -huh. or you're just not being him and they don't have they, they like you're you're not being the trump that we want you to be the other option you can be and i don't know why i, I kind of wish nikki haley didn't go down the route nikki haley could be this person where she's like i'm not gonna play this desantis trump game you know and i'm just gonna be this like old school republican where I just am not going in hate and everything. And it feels like even she's like taking a page from this Trump stuff. If, if any Republican to. could come out. Well, go ahead. No, I'm, they, to your point, I, and yeah. I think I'm just finishing your thought is they all this is what has happened. They all are in fear of the influence that he has. And they have to just sort of like model themselves after it. David from in the Atlantic sort of puts it this way. He's like, he's like, why are you going to fucking like buy the tribute band album when you could just buy the original album. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, why yeah. are you fucking with the tribute band? Cause they're not going to do it as well as him. And that's kind of like this weird position that you're in. Right. Is like the, the thing is, I think the only way you can differentiate is to truly differentiate. And like, yeah. to your point is disagree with him out loud or say shit like, yeah, this dude is a mess and his law breaking is not a good look. But every person that says that, ends up getting the fucking buzzsaw and they're like, ah, they run away from it very quickly. <laughs> and the few that stood up to it, they're like, all right, I'm not running for reelection. So it's like almost like, do you have the metal to actually attempt to do that? Because that would be the only way you could do it. But I don't know if there's enough in like the national conversation on the right that there that everyone is feeling like, yeah, man, that's bad. We do need to move on from him because people are still talking about January 6th in some corners and things like that.
Yeah, if you have, if you were sort of like a more moderate Republican, okay, and you wanted, so you're trying to get that, like, whatever, the 8% of people that are that decide every election or whatever, you know, you could basically, you're not going to, you're not going to lose QAnon because QAnon's, those MAGA people, they're, they, their hate for Joe Biden outweighs, you know, logic, their love reason. for yeah. Trump or whatever. So if like, if, if it's between you and anti-Trumper and Joe Biden, they're still going to vote for the anti-Trump Republican because they hate Joe Biden so much. And I think there's a lot of people in the middle that are undecided that are tired of all of this, like, you know, dissent where the woke goes to die is Florida right. and Trump. The liberals, they're ruining this country. They're, they're tired of all this hatred. It's over. You know, it's like they've seen all the Marvel movies and they're kind of tired of superhero shit right now. They want they want something a little bit different. They loved it for so long. And now they want something a little bit different. And 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 you're right. No one's no one's going to do it because they. Well, yeah. That, that's what's so funny, though, too. Like when you see all the ads of like Republican, especially like men, like Republican men running for office, there's like this through line of like, hey, I'm Buck Fuckville and I'm running for <laughs> congressman. And guess what? I made love to this pile of bullets before the director said action because I'm about your Second Amendment rights. And you know what? I was always told one thing to never back down from a fight. And that's what I swear to do. I will never back down from a fight. Unless it's with Donald Trump the second he calls my name out. And which is so funny <laughs> that for all this like posturing of like, I'll never back. That's all they do. And I know. But again, I think it's all in service because th like the people that it's attracting aren't necessarily thinkers. They're all mimics. And the mimicry yeah. is getting to a certain point. And yeah, it's, it's hard to know, like, you know, who ends up on top. But I, I just do want to play this one clip because it is kind of satisfying. This is from like Ron DeSantis is like, I might be running for president tour where he's also like hawking a book. But he goes to Iowa. Very, you know, a very strategic place to visit when you're thinking about running for president. And <laughs> fucking this event was so backwards. Like the second he comes on the stage, the stage crew took the po like struck the podium from the stage and then. DeSantis gets all confused because he's like, my podium, my podium's gone. And then you hear the governor being like, he needs his podium. Just listen to how oh, like no. how smooth this oh, is. And no. we'll just take in a bit of schadenfreude for how, you know, uh, lackluster his tour is actually going. There they go with the podium. He was about to speak at the lectern. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, they took that. Okay. <laughs> Did you take my podium away from me? Oh, Jesus. They took the podium. Well, it's great to we be with the, you. We Greetings want the podium back. from the free state of Florida. We want the podium back. I, I, you know, I love Family Guy, and this is one of my favorite episodes of Family Guy. <laughs> listening to Lois and uh, all right, where, where, where the podium, the podium go? I don't know where it went. Hey, how's everybody doing here? All right, hey, <laughs> Travis Harris, folks. Can we get the podium back? Can we oh get back? Peter, Peter, <laughs> we need the podium back. Peter, wait. We're yeah. This reminds podium. me of a time I became king of Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, apparently what's funny, too, is he was working with an events company that does like a lot of like the top draw conservative events. Mm -hmm. They 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 backed out of their contract with DeSantis's campaign because they're like, dude, his they like apparently the their belief is. His like his campaign's a mess and they don't want people they don't want people to start associating his fucked up events with their company Hilarious. like like with that podium thing. And they're like, you know what? Probably better off. We don't like we normally work with like the most vile, racist, xenophobes, transphobes, homophobes, all the phobes you can, you know, imagine. 
it's just a bridge too far. You're just unprofessional about it. So we will see where he ends up. The, the, you know, and you're right, too, that like, nobody has seen DeSantis talk for a length of time. They get these little sound bites. And, and when you if you're going to see DeSantis, if he goes in a debate with Trump, Trump will destroy him because Trump is a performer. He's Don. He's the Don Rickles of the Republican Party, and he can <laughs> just take them all down. Yeah. And he's not going to be he has a couple talking points that he has that he works into stuff. But he's not he's not good on the fly. And he sounds like kind of Kermit the Frog a little bit. And um, and. And, and yeah, it just as soon as people like hear him talk, it's 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 going to be bad. It it and, and, and it kind of reminds me. The other thing is like I don't know if we're going to get into the Marjorie Taylor Green thing at all, but uh, yeah, it, I don't know if we have time. But yeah, but go on. Okay, but but here's here's what they like about DeSantis because all you need to do to be a Republican candidate is like one sound bite of you telling somebody to shut up. You yeah. know, like you turning around to a press going, hey, how about you shut up? And then people are like, I like this. Guy. Oh. And so they, they, they've seen some sentence said this. They like that he'll say shut up. I think he told a kid to put a mask on one time. They loved how we talked to that little he kid. He said, no, he's like, take it off. He's like, take, take it, it off. off. You don't That's need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To a teenager or whatever the kid was. Yeah, uh, no, and, and a literal teenager, a child. Take it, yeah. off. take it off. And they just yeah. like, they like a guy who's like rude and sort of goes against everything they sort of preached a, a very right. unchristian way to sort of speak to people mm. but they like that they like a guy who's like not afraid to tell somebody to uh shut up and so and that's what and, and, and we won't have time to get into the marjorie taylor green thing on 60 minutes but like you know that that is why that that is sort of the problem with the marjorie taylor green 60 minutes episode is that you know they they whatever uh there there's just they let her talk and that's fine you, you should let her talk but also like you know, people like her because she is the type of person who gets on and tells people to shut up. Right. And and then they're like, oh, I like that. But you have to show the if you don't show the whole breadth of what she does, you're misrepresenting why people are criticizing her. And she's like the perfect example of like what has been going on systemically, I guess, for in Congress for forever, which is people come in like DeSantis and Marjorie Taylor Greene and go, Congress is full of bums. We got to get rid of the bums. Right. And then they become the bums. And then who are you, though? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm a Facebook bum. But I just got yeah. to Capitol Hill. I'm one of the bums yeah. from Facebook. But we're what? moving on up, folks. You're You've just a bum. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a merry-go-round. And, yeah, it, it's just Ron DeSantis. Uh, I hope that you can find, uh, you know, the exit door as quickly as possible. Because <laughs> I'm feeling. Fuck out. I mean, we'll see what again. We don't we just don't know what is going to happen. He may have some new material or or we don't. But oh, to your point, Nick, I was going to say, like, he's not going to be able to go toe to toe with Donald Trump because Donald Trump is like just a bully. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'll fucking he'll say whatever the fuck he wants to you. Ron DeSantis isn't like that. And all, if Trump was like, look at you, look, everybody, you should see his shoes he's wearing right now. How many inches do those add, Ron? Right. About three inches. So what? <laughs> so what? Without them? So with them, you're five six. So with them, he's probably yeah. about five three, folks. Your boy right here. Look at these. I'm wearing flip flops. These are flat <laughs> as can be. I'm six three. Bring the tape measure out. And then Ron DeSantis would be like, um, I just, I, I just don't think that that's germane to this conversation. He's like, you lost, <laughs> right, bro. Right. You said germane, okay? <laughs> it ain't gonna fucking work unless you can come back with like. Oh, yeah, I was just actually reading the story, Stormy Daniels thing. And, uh, you know, I, I heard your favorite character in the Super Mario world is Toadstool, if you get what I mean. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Right. Yeah. And then like and then DeSantis gets the gamer vote. But anyway, we shall see. <laughs> it's just not we just don't know what will happen. All right. That's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show. 
if you like the show. Uh, it means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.